0: Hey, real quick before we get to the episode, I just want to let you all know that we are running a little survey uh, for everyone who is listening to the show, whether this is your first episode or you've been subscribed to us from the beginning. We want to hear from you. It's really quick. Just a few questions. The link is in the show notes and that's it. We just want to hear from you. So on with the episode. Hello and welcome to This Is The Greatest Song I've Ever Heard In My Entire Life. I'm Scott Interante and today we are joined by the uh, lead singer of The Moss, Tyke James. Tyke, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, hey, happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. Well, so by the time this comes out, your band The Moss, you'll have just finished up a little bit of a tour. Maybe we can start by telling us a little bit about the band and what you guys have been up to.
1: Yeah, as of recently, we've been kind of just trying to get our new songs figured out and ready to record, kind of talking to different producers and seeing who we might work well with. And we got a couple more really fun festivals coming up and leaving tomorrow to go out to Minneapolis and start another tour. Over in the midwest so
0: nice so yeah well let's let's go back a little bit when did you first um even before playing music when did you first fall in love with music do you have like a particular song or album that you remember really hitting you hard as a kid um
1: i don't know if there was a particular moment i kind of got into music i feel like a little bit later than a musician should but i don't think there's a time Anyone should get into music. No. But anyway, (laughs) I think I, like, I was kind of around 14 when I started, like, loving actual albums. And I think, like, my favorite album was Inside Out. I think it's called by the Kooks. Oh, yeah. I think that was, like, my favorite, my first favorite album. And from there, I kind of got really into, like, Pine Grove and the Beatles were a couple of my other, like, first favorite bands. Yeah. And, you know, obviously still some of my favorite bands. They're great. So. I don't think there was a moment either that I was like, well, music's from when I was little even. I was just kind of drawn to it. And I kind of subconsciously knew it had like this sort of, this kind of energy to it that you can't really find in anything else. And music just kind of has something that that other things don't. And it does something to people that you can't really describe. And I think I just, I'm still learning about that, but I think I kind of knew that fundamentally from like a young age.
0: Yeah. So then when you started writing music, were there specific things like those same kind of influences? Is that what you were going for? or Were you
1: trying to sort of express something else? I love just kind of like playing the piano and singing. I would just kind of look up like chords to like pop songs and just kind of play the piano and sing them. Yeah. And then I'd been doing that for like a couple of years. And I met this guy in a band who was like my friend in seventh grade's older brother. And he was like, dude, yeah, like I love your voice. Like, why don't you like write songs? And I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's scary. And uh, and then I, ca- I think the next day I just like tried to write a song and it was like so bad. But um, so that was kind of the beginning. And yeah, totally I found a way to make them not so bad. I think.
0: Right. Yeah. You so, got to get through to the bad ones first. Right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Music makes.
0: I was curious, there was a lyric in one of your songs in Carousel where you say, music makes the demons go away. And I'm just, you know, on this show we talk a lot about the way our taste in music reflects our identity or, or, you know, sort of expresses parts of who we are. We don't talk enough maybe about, like, the ways that we use music in our lives. And I wonder, like, is that something that you think about? Like, do you use music to sort of, you know whatever put yourself at ease or make the demons go away as you as you sing you know
1: oh yeah i think like not only is it just kind of just like a kind of magical thing it's just sort of something that is necessary and i think the biggest thing for me about songs that i love and music that i love is just like you find a song and it doesn't make you feel like you're the only one who's like experiencing something yeah it kind of has this way of being like oh like i am like understood by this like piece of art and maybe even like this person but really i think the other thing that's cool kind of a sidetrack is maybe the person that wrote it or made the song wasn't going through that but they said something that that resonates with you yeah and that helps you to kind of figure out something within yourself i think that's kind of what's cool about art in general but Yeah,
0: Yeah. well, we all, you know, bring our own experiences to something that we're listening to, and we can all take something out of it, right? So it's like, you know, you can hear a song a certain way, and it has a meaning for you that maybe the artist wasn't even thinking about. You know, yourself as an artist, as someone writing and singing songs that, you know, now tons of people are listening to, do you think about that? Are you trying to, like craft songs in a way that can resonate for a lot of other people or do you have to sort of just think about what you're going through and what you're trying to express and hope that you know people can find their own meaning in that as well
1: yeah i think like from from the other end of it from like the writing end it's just like it kind of helps me figure things out that i'm feeling and like something kind of funky that i've noticed about like writing songs is like i'll sometimes write a song and like kind of think it's pretty gibberish I just kind of like get it get it out and then I'm like okay this doesn't really make any sense but but I think I like where it's going and then a couple weeks later I'll be like holy shit this is like exactly what I'm feeling right now but it was like kind of like a subconscious kind of transmission of like my emotions and it was just like it like came out when I was like kind of using my creative side of my brain. Yeah. But like I didn't quite like understand it while it was happening. And I was like, oh, that was like kind of what I'm like going through right now. And so it like I think just like writing songs like helps me in that way. And I I just kind of trust that whoever's listening will take from it whatever they want to and hopefully it like helps them feel understood maybe in a different way or just kind of however they receive it.
0: Yeah. Now that you guys have been you know, getting out more and playing more shows, are you able to feel that, you know, from an audience that they're resonating with particular songs or particular lyrics?
1: Yeah, it's really fun to, like, go and play a show and it's, like, there's, like, a sad song that's, like, maybe, like, statistically, like, stream-wise, like, maybe not as popular, but, like, you go in, like, that's the one that everyone wants to sing to. Yeah. I think that's just, like, really special because it's, like, oh, people like this one. You know, like people feel this particular song, even though it's not like the most popular or something like that. But yeah,
0: I mean, do you think that's going to change or affect you know the way you are approaching writing new songs? You know, now that you've you're sort of getting this feedback, you know, are you able to sort of
1: craft towards that with new music, or or do you want to just kind of keep doing what you're doing? I don't know. I think there's definitely like effect on like how it's like how it's received. Definitely effect the way I think about things but I don't I don't like to let that kind of take the driver's seat you know it's kind of like more like an afterthought like maybe this would be like maybe this would be more digestible if I did it this way because I feel like kind of in the process from like writing to recording it's like how can I like translate this like how can I translate I guess whatever language is happening in my brain into like other people's language and I think that's like a lot of in, like, production and stuff, too, like, how you make the song feel around the words. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just try to make music that I like, and then kind of cross my fingers and hope other people like it, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too, um, is, you know, obviously, you're doing this with a band, and there are, you know, a diverse array of, of tastes and opinions that you're dealing with. How do you guys sort of balance making sure that the songs are representative of all of you or, or, you know, are reflecting what you're all trying to
1: express. Yeah. Well, so lyrically I do most of the writing, basically all of it. Like there's definitely like some feedback. So really, I guess when it comes to the lyrics, I kind of have intentions there, but as far as like the rest of the band goes, it's like, I think everyone has a type of music they want and like things in music that they, that they want to express and I, and that's kind of the fun part of being in a band is is you can kind of leave it up to them and it's like that kind of synergy and, like, and the collaboration that I love about being in a band and like working with other people yeah
0: so with all of that in mind let's, let's move into your song pick Tyke what is the song that makes you scream this is the greatest song I've ever heard in my entire life oh uh, so I pick
1: How I Get Myself Killed by Indigo D'Souza
0: Tell me more about the song, because frankly, I was not familiar with this artist before you picked it.
1: Yeah. So we we played like a festival last year called Treefort, and she was, she was one of the artists that we kind of saw there, and I, I never heard of her. And she has this like really mystical, intense, like dark energy, and I, I'm just like super drawn to her performance and her band's performance, like all of them have this like of connection and this cohesiveness that is just like yeah out of this world kind of and i was like okay this is sick this is sick at treeport and then I actually didn't start listening to her music until a couple months later getting into like her albums and my favorite album of hers is well right now it's her new one she just put out a new one it's hard not to love the new song yeah but um <laughs> anyway i'll just talk about, i'll just talk about this song but th- so this song is on her first album And I don't know, it's just one of those songs that literally just pop open the freaking serotonin and ink bottles in your brain and just like, with this song, I can just do anything, you know, (laughs) like with this song, I can, I can get through anything. Like she kind of talks about like, you know, I'm doing this and maybe it gets me killed really throughout the song. And I think just that kind of, that kind of just like knowingness like knowingly walking into like some kind of void or like darkness is like so empowering and i think the production on it is so special too but like the way that she sings is just like absolutely insane and in every word she says is just like you know if she means it and it's i just think that's really special
0: Yeah, I, I I thought it was really great I mean I love the like you were talking about the production this really kind of lush layered uh, crunchy guitar sound that that they have is so appealing and I think uh, like you said like lyrically it has this kind of bravery to it that I think is really interesting yes um, you know obviously you talked about other music from her you know what what is it about this song in particular that made you say you know this is really this is the one.
1: I honestly like when I had to pick a song it was really hard for me because I I really love all her music but I think just kind of the poignant message of like the how I get myself killed I like really connected with that like all of my like childhood and like teenage I always kind of thought I was gonna die young and I kind of would just do things like being like maybe maybe this is it like you know (laughs) like maybe this is maybe this is the way I go you know I don't really know. And I don't know, I just love the kind of angst there. And like, really, I, I just really connect with that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's so
0: interesting. I I mean, it kind of takes us away from talking about the song itself, but that's such an interesting fact about yourself. You know, do yeah. you try to put some of that in, in your music as well? That sort of like, I, I don't even know what you would call it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm really drawn to like this, like exciting. I like doing like exciting things like, Growing up in Hawaii, I was, I was really into surfing, but I kind of was especially into this kind of sketchier side of surfing where it's called like shore break, but basically it's like waves that break like mm-hmm. directly onto the shore. And that's like my favorite thing right. to surf. And basically I like to sort of get these boards that were returnable because every time I would go, I would break at least like two of them. <laughs> and then I would go, retru- which is like so like... Looking back, I'm like, that is so wasteful and like horrible, but, (laughs) but like, I just, it's just like kind of my happy place, you know, and I try not to be as wasteful now. I try to breadboards that don't break as easy, but yeah, I, I kind of forgot what I was talking about. (laughs)
0: no no i think yeah well i think that sort of spirit of not recklessness but this this feeling of like not wanting to like miss out on anything for fear of you know the consequences and this sort of idea of like wanting to go for it, wanting to live life to the fullest and and everything is really interesting
1: yeah i it's like a chaotic control thing like i like having control while like having as little control as i can kind of (laughs) yeah if that i mean if that makes sense yeah well yeah you're controlling
0: it by by creating that chaos right
1: yeah yeah that's and that's what i love about surfing is it's like you're kind of at the mercy of the ocean and all you can do is kind of like control yourself it's really up to like your instincts like to not get totally wasted i guess (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) wow no i'm so glad we we took that detour and talked about surfing because we have that's something that does not come up on the show very often (laughs) so
1: so it's really cool very cool i love surfing yeah
0: well i really appreciate you coming and talking about this song and so many other things uh i hope you guys are are having a good tour and excited to see what comes next if people want to follow you and the band online where should they go
1: so our Instagram is just the moss band, and our website I think is themossband.com. Cool. Uh, we've got tons of shows this year. Sometimes we sell merch on our website, but yeah, just just come to the shows. We like to have a good time. So.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk more soon. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of This is the Greatest Song I've Ever Heard in my entire life. If you like what you heard, and I really hope that you do, please consider subscribing, leaving a rating review so other people can find the show, and tell a friend about it. Most importantly, as we mentioned up top, we are doing a quick little survey. It's very brief. You can find the link in our show notes. Just click it. Whether this is your first episode, or you've been listening since the beginning, we would love to hear your feedback to make the show better. It will just take 30 seconds, and after you do that you can follow us on social media at great song pod that's gr number eight song pod on instagram on tiktok on twitter as always i want to give a special shout out to katherine and izzy who helped me co-produce the show to skylar spence whose song kratos and love is our theme music and to you the listener look forward to talking to you next time
1: Oh, but it hasn't been too noisy in the Taché studio. Let's see. Getting a little fish.